Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Wednesday, March 1st in the year 2023. I can't believe how fast these first two months have gone. I'm, I'm sitting here today going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Really? We're already two months into this crazy year? And we are two months into this insane year as things continue to get crazier. One thing you better keep focused on, and that is food supplies. Very, very important in the times we are in. Things aren't getting any less insane. And these psychopaths want to make you starve. Patriots, the world is getting more and more dangerous every single day. You can feel it. That's why I definitely recommend stocking up on emergency food. You know you're going to need this food someday, so get it now before it's too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart, the grid goes down, and any other time you need to fend for yourself. To see what you get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order to make sure everybody in your family is fully prepared. Act now and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and enjoy free shipping too. MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't delay. This offer won't last forever. Patriots, as I've always said, personal sovereignty begins with food security. MyPatriotSupply.com. Check it out. Check that out. You won't be disappointed. Patriots, we've got some crazy stuff in the news. I don't know if you heard, but apparently uh, Zelensky is telling us that we're going to have to send our sons and daughters into war. I'll let you hear it. This is through a translator, by the way. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's uh, NATO that we're talking about. And they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Let me be clear. Over my dead body will you draft my daughter. The U.S. will have to send their sons. Yeah, here I got something for him. You hear that? Rock and load, baby. There's no way. Not even happening today. Chamber it and get ready. Because if they're going to start sending people overseas, not going to do it. Mm-mm, not a chance. But I'll tell you, things are getting a little crazy, too. This piece here, I'm, I'm going to warn you on this. There's some language in this, okay? But this is a very intense situation. This is a state police group driving in one of their military-provided up-armored vehicles that crashed the gate in somebody's house. I have no idea what the charges are. I have no idea. They don't even have the location on this. But I want you to hear this exchange. This is a, they have a grandbaby in their hands, in their arms, and they're demanding them to remove themselves from the house, and they will not provide a search warrant. Take a listen to this. This is about two minutes. Again, language warning on this, about two minutes. 30th Avenue. Come to the front door of the residence, open it, and exit with your hands up. Failure to comply will result in the appropriate amount of force to be applied. Okay, I'm good. What? We don't have any weapons on us, dumb fish. Oh, I want to see the search warrant. No, I want to see it now. I want to know what it says. I already called the lawyer. 
If you keep pointing that gun at my granddaughter, you're going to have a big problem. Put your gun away. There's a child here. I am videoing this. It is live on Facebook. There is nobody here! By the way, the cops are hiding behind the vehicle between, between armored shields as they're making them come out. Shut your fucking mouth. I won't see the warrant. She, he's saying nobody's going to point guns agent. at her. He's got a guy with a gun pointed at her. You just broke in our house, pulled up here like this. What the fuck? It's okay, baby. We're not going anywhere with you. Hey, buddy, where you walking me, please? Search warrant? Yes, sir. No, we're supposed to see the search warrant first. We're gonna go ahead and get going. Well, yeah, and bring the agents here. Let's see the search warrant. We, well, we, we're searching. we want it now because we're gonna go. They will bring it up once you come to us. No, we're not coming to you. You are literally with that. It's less lethal. It's not that. I don't give a fuck with less okay. lethal. Um, you don't know who has freaking heart conditions here. Second, where's the warrant? Well, I'm not gonna aim it at your heart. I'm gonna aim it at your legs or your lower portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. There you go. Just gonna aim it at your legs, your lower portion. This is unbelievable. These are state police. I will tell you, between the FBI and the state police, they they're like they could dispose of them all. I remember it was the, the Oregon State Police that executed Lavoy in cold blood in Eastern Oregon after they set up a trap for him. I'll tell you. So, what I'm trying to point out here is that. We are going to get a lot more of this coming up. Police have been well-armed thanks to the defense transition program where they took all this extra defense gear and started dumping them on the police departments. Police departments think it's all toys. These guys are cowards. They literally are hiding behind this vehicle with two folks and a baby in their arm, forcing them to come out. They did not present the search warrant. I don't care what the situation is. Search warrant goes first. And this is a flimsy wood gate they drove through. I mean, there's really no nothing here at all other than these guys are a bunch of tools that want to get their gun on and get out here and act high-speed cool. They wouldn't last about 10 seconds in combat. About half of them would piss their pants before they even got off the gate. So I have literally just no... For the men in blue, prove that you're worth supporting. That's my answer. Prove that you're worth supporting. So we, we were asked to give them carte blanche support. Love the men in blue. Will not fly that flag ever. Be clear about that. Will not give anybody carte blanche support when these guys are just thugs. Literally. It absolutely infuriates me. So keep your powder dry. They keep pushing this. It's going to be an explosive thing. And these guys all think they're so cool because they've got their high-speed gear. I mean, it is the latest gear. I, I'm just looking at the way they're equipped. It's just this stuff is the – it's like all the special operations stuff because they're SWAT guys. About the only thing they can SWAT is maybe a fly. But they work on intimidation. And remember, we're dealing here. We're dealing here with people that they're treating Americans as terrorists. This is what this is. 
This is just the perspective we have now, that Americans are now being considered domestic terrorists before they even get out of the gate. Because if they don't justify using their cool guy gear, they won't know what to do. Oh, and by the way, I just want you to also note that it was very kind of him to tell him, he's just going to shoot you in the legs. Don't worry about that. Just shoot you in the legs there, boy. This stuff has to end. Patriots, let's pray. We got some serious prayers to do for this nation today. Father God, we're sitting here now in this time blessed by everything you give and provide each and every day. Honored by all that we're allowed in this time that we're allowed to live. And honestly, Father, right now as I'm starting this prayer, this scene that we've now seen here with the out-of-control police once again who have lost their way, we're going to begin with prayers for these fools. If there's anybody that needs a lot of Jesus, it's the men in uniform. A lot of Jesus. They need to start realizing that they are subordinate to the wills of the people. They're not executioners. And the people are not domestic terrorists. We have a very difficult time in our nation of the concept of power and respect. And when those two things get out of, out of sync, Father, we all know that trust goes out the window. So we're putting our prayers here today for trust, to, for the nation to re, reclaim its trust, which would mean that people themselves have to change. Father, in this time, our nation is in desperate need of an awakening of a moral conscience We're in desperate need of a time when people start to realize that we are all citizens in this great nation and that the guys that like to act cool, the guys that like to feel cool in a society where the only way that they can act cool and be cool since everything else seems to be neutered in their lives, guys tend to think that violence, force, and guns is the only way. This isn't courage. This is weakness. This isn't Being a police officer, this is being a military executioner. So, Father, we pray for the awakening of the true sense of what a warrior is, a fearlessness and tenderness of the heart, something that none of these men have. Most of these men are more concerned about their look, their image, and their Ability to go back and tell stories over a beer after work of the great threat of two people with a child in their arms. We need a serious reset, Father. We need a reset of a high order and magnitude to get people to start having a moral conscience and realizing what they're part of and what they're enforcing. We need to restore this Constitution, Father. And unfortunately, with when you are are caught in a situation where you're overgunned and overmanned with layers of steel and up-armored and bulletproof glass and bulletproof shields to protect the executioners. People are, take, it takes a lot of courage, Father, for people to stand up. These folks, I have no idea these, what these folks did. I have no idea what these folks did in terms of their this crime, if there is one, or 
even if they're related, if they have a relationship with Jesus. But I'm going to ask for a prayer for them today. A prayer that they find the restoration in their lives through Christ. But that sort of courage to be able to stand up in face of these thugs speaks a lot to an internal strength that we need a lot more of in our communities across this nation. We need people to start standing up to these thugs, calling them out, and being that bold to demand that the law be executed appropriately. So, Father, we're praying as well for strength now, strength and spine, that people can stop hiding behind barriers and stop hiding behind excuses, but have the strength to stand up and face these people, the accusers and the executioners and start holding them, holding them to account. So we pray for this family. We pray that they can find the power in Jesus in their heart, whatever they are, wherever they are in their life, I don't know. And if they have a relationship with Christ, then we pray for their continued blessing and healing. And whatever they've done, whatever it is, if it is something criminal, then may they repent and find their way back to that loving Christ. Father, these are such chaotic times that these sorts of events are going to continue, and we know it because men and women in this nation, to a large degree, have become weak and feckless fools, believing in narratives that they don't have any idea the origin of, seeing their neighbor as somebody to hate rather than to love, and executing judgment before giving grace. These are the core problems of a nation that needs to be shaken, needs to be shaken deeply, Father. And shaking is a big thing. So we pray truly for the continued rise of the remnant that has the boldness and the courage to step forward, to speak truth to power, to follow those examples as was shared last night on the show with Mike Lindell, to fearlessly speak truth to power, call out names. But at the same time, we need an awakening within our governments from state to federal to local, to stop promoting these ideas and creating instances that these people like this can hide behind a mask of uniform and guns, but now hold them accountable in the eyes of the public and the eyes of the world. Guide us, Father, in these times. Bless us. These are challenging times ahead. And we'll continue to need your strength and courage to walk continue to need your patience and resolve in the walk with kingdom and your temperance and grace to keep people from pushing over the edge. Sadly, so much of what we're dealing with, Father, is an attempt to provoke us into a level of violence so that they can further justify their psychopathic ways. May the grace of your hand continue to guide us continue to give us temperance in these moments, to continue to keep our eyes on kingdom, to realize that we are not of this world. May we continue to have the strength of things to to move forward, to understand that and remind ourselves that as Christ, he was persecuted, so will we. And sadly, this may be something we're facing more and more. This government is a tyrannical government. It is a despotic government, and by the laws given to this nation and the powers given to us, it is our duty to overthrow it. May you guide us in this quest. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 
Challenging times. Indeed. But in other news, I thought you'd appreciate this headline. A trans species man who self-identifies as a deer who put deer horns on his head, painted himself in deer colors, I guess, and walked around the forest naked. Well, apparently that didn't work out too well because (laughs) he was accidentally shot by hunters. So a South Carolina man who self-identifies as a deer has been transported to the hospital via helicopter after being shot by two hunters. (laughs) I guess that transition into another trans species didn't work out too well that time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You got to love the good old hunters. Like, what the heck is that, George? I got those warrants and moving in those trees. Shoot the dang thing. Shoot it now. (laughs) Whoops. It's a man. What the heck? It's a man. Where'd that come from? I'll tell you. That'd be like the funniest deer you've ever seen. Fred, you got it? I don't know what I got. I got something here. Is it a deer? I don't, dude, I think it's a, I think it's a dude. A dude? How can you tell? Well, you know how I can tell. He's got horns on him. What the heck is that? <laughs> I'll tell you. We're in some crazy times. TikTok. TikTok's starting to shake up some people. Congress is talking about banning TikTok. Here's a good little piece on this. TikTok followers, thanks for following me and spreading awareness around the TikTok ban. Latest update is Congress did talk about they still want to vote whether to ban TikTok. Uh, The vote will be delayed. It could be as early as tomorrow. Uh, But what they did say was exactly what we said. So thank you for... 5,000 of you joining me during the live, we were exactly right. They actually acknowledge they don't want China to control the narrative because they want to control what news we get and the narrative. Literally, that's basically what they, our government doesn't want us to have our own narrative. They want to tell us what the narrative is going to be. So we've got to, we've got to continue to take control of the situation. Please continue to share my posts. Please hit the follow button so you can. Yeah. So he's, this guy, um, let me see what his name is here. I can't even quite read it. Anyway, he's been doing a good job of rallying people against this TikTok ban. TikTok ban is no surprise. We should have seen that coming. If you haven't, it's it's right here before you. And the bottom line is that in the TikTok ban, all they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of another source of people thinking free. If you did not listen to last night's interview with Mike Lindell, I'm encouraging you to please listen to it. It is off the chain. Mike spoke for almost an hour straight. I don't know that he took a breath in the entire time. I think he did. I don't know how that happened, though. It was amazing. But he is he is literally calling out names and dropping truth bombs all over the place. The reason I bring this up is that Mike is pointing out very clearly that the Uniparty is everywhere. So this whole idea that somehow there's going to be like this great change in the Republican Party, there's going to be a red wave, all these people are going to save the day. It's a pure lie. And he called out everybody from Congress down to you know other political officials, the, the Republican Party, even down to Ron DeSantis last night. And why I bring this up is none of these guys want you to have a have freedom of speech. None of them want you to be able to express the truth. They all have, are slowly being exposed. Every one of them is tied in one way or another to this Dominion system or some sort of digital voting, they all had their, they were put in power by a rigged election system. So 
the change is not going to happen on Capitol Hill. This dog and pony show that we're watching up here, which you've heard me say before, the Hunter Biden laptop. By the way, where is that story lately? Oh, I, I guess it fell off the interest list, right? You know, it's what we do know is Nancy Pelosi's gone, and, and we probably don't celebrate that enough, but I don't know what, we, what replaced it. We also don't know what's going on in Chicago, which is another weird one, because the Chicago mayor, Lightfoot, apparently lost, but now they're down to two people. And you know that what's ever going to replace Lightfoot, because this is all a criminal cabal, is going to be worse than what was before. That's all they're doing right now. So I wouldn't have a lot of hope in some of these ridiculous elections. And we know that the type of things that are going on down in Florida, they're working towards quietly cutting deals that sound good on the front, but they're preserving their corporate benefactors like Disney, even though they're trying to give the press image that things are going to get much, much better. So in other unrelated news and probably nonsensical news and no one really cares news, Justin Bieber has canceled his 2023 tour dates because of a persistent face paralysis issue. Go, Justin. Glad you took the vax. Good for you, buddy. I'm sure that's going to end well. Lots of that going on. Now, tonight was what I was going to do last night, and be, but then had this fantastic interview with Mike Lindell that absolutely had to be had to be shown. But tonight, we're going to be doing this new version. They're called Resilience Hubs. And they're literally a backdoor to 15-minute cities. So we need to check in on that tonight. These are um, Wokesters and WEF members that are trying to transform our cities and ultimately give you 15-minute prisons, 15-minute blocks in areas you live in so you can live in a prison, but you don't have to go to a FEMA camp then. So the nice thing about it is that once they destroy your house and burn it down or whatever they're going to do, then they'll move you into a block party, 15 minutes. Everything is apparently going to be there for your work and your needs. You live in, have a little community center. You can go hug everybody. You can go on the. You can go upstairs and live in your little apartment. You can come down and drink your latte on the street. I think that's all. I think that's a lot. All these people really want. I think they want latte, quinoa, tofu, some bug milk, and they want to be able to walk in artificial sandals so they don't use they don't harm the animals, wear polyester, and um, have no cars around them. And they want to be able to lock the gate on their 15-minute city so no one can get in. And by the way, someone said, and kale, which is true, except I love kale. It's one of the best winter crops you can possibly have for greens, by the way. So there's some goodness to kale. Let's not, let's not, let's not attack kale too much. I'll, I'll give some latitude on kale. <laughs> but I'm not giving no latitude on mealworm milk. That's not making it, not happening. I watched a video yesterday. I about gagged. They were literally taking these vats of mealworms and putting them into a blender and adding some sort of, and they're like, oh, look at this nice creamy liquid. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Make sure you're reading the ingredients on your packages, whatever you buy. I think everybody's trying to get to a place where we're not buying any processed food, but unfortunately there are some things that are out here that we're, we're still probably using. Pay close attention to your labels. Very serious. 
This is crazy, Bill. They're already starting to slip in bug protein. And that's all a cancer-generated thing, too. I mean, these bug proteins feed cancers within us, which is essentially saying it feeds the parasites. And yes, I did say that because cancer more and more looks to be a parasitic rather than a, a malignant growth. We are, we're fighting an industry that has worked for decades, if not centuries, to try to destroy the human capacity to think, to regenerate, and to stay healthy. So we're going to have to continue that fight harder as we develop an awakening that is greater than them. Patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. I will see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.